Good morning, everybody. It's the 20th of January, 2024. And doing this episode, it's my first day of teaching a meditation class in 2024 at Mutart Conservatory, which you can see behind me. I'll show you some uh, video from the from the Mutart Conservatory. If you haven't seen it, they have a really cool new dinosaur exhibit too. Okay, so I finished my meditation class, my first one of 2024. I'm back out at uh, my partner's cabin. Brought a little coffee maker I'm going to set up. Just uh, the day's warming up a little bit. I might go for a, a walk in a while. Uh, I had an interesting question, actually, at my uh, the meditation class this morning. And uh, I've done a video of my philosophy of meditation, and I will probably dig more into my my approach to meditation and also um, my approach to spirituality later because I'm just putting the final touches on sort of a, a bit of a pre-season synthesis of my spiritual perspectives and there'll be a, a strong component of meditation as part of that. But somebody asked me if there was a, a meditation community in Edmonton and there there are. Um, I certainly know of, of some Buddhist ones. I helped found one of the, the Buddhist communities in town Rocky Mountain Zen along with some uh, some other great people that are there if you're looking for a, a Zen in the in the Soto Zen tradition um, Rocky Mountain Zen in Edmonton and Lethbridge uh, it's a beautiful community wonderful people with a great teacher um, who's based out of LA but he actually comes up to Canada quite often um, so that that's an option but there's no in terms of secular meditation, there used to be a place called Lifestyle Meditation, and it's actually where I ended up doing my first meditation teacher training with Mandy Trapp. Mandy's lovely, um, quite a background to her in meditation and, and yoga and the fitness industry as well. And uh, But the physical location closed just before COVID, I think, um, it was just before or during COVID. And I know she does some workshops out of town and I think online and that sort of thing, but as for... Uh, as a physical meditation community, I, do, I honestly don't know if she runs it or not. But it, it's worth asking the question, right? Um, you know, whether whether should establish a sort of a secular meditation community here in, in, uh, in Edmonton, sort of based off of what I'm doing at Mutart and, and that sort of thing. So it might be worth considering doing um, and sort of expanding that also to, to Lethbridge because I'm down there quite a bit. And, uh, you know, making it universal, as it were, as opposed to any one particular spiritual tradition. 
because one of the things I believe about meditation is that it it doesn't belong to any one spiritual tradition. Um, one of the things that I first things that I say when I start teaching meditation is uh, if if there's a book or a website that says meditation and mindfulness were created 2,500 years ago by uh, the Buddha, uh, I throw it in the garbage because I actually think it's nonsense. Uh, meditation is A, far older, and B, far more universal than just uh, just in in Asia. Um, in fact, there's a lot of racist nonsense about, um, you know, Asians are better, better to meditate, able to meditate than Westerners for X, Y, Z reason, and uh, it's, it's a load of nonsense. Um, and um, it's pervasive, though. It really is. Um, unfortunately. So I aim to dispel that myth when I do my, my meditation classes and when I'm going to be doing my meditation teacher training in, in May, I'll be doing my first one. Um, but I think that might be worth considering doing is establishing sort of a secular meditation community in, in Edmonton. Um, not to compete with any of the other, certainly not to compete with Rocky Mountain Zen or any, uh, uh, there's a Thich Nhat Hanh community as well, I believe, that is still up and running um, in Edmonton. Not to compete with them, this would be a very, this would be very different. It'd be primarily focused on the secular meditation piece, and so maybe that's uh, maybe that's something to consider. Maybe that is uh, that's something to do. Um, so I think I will. Uh, I'll look at that a little bit and uh, maybe get back to people. Maybe that's that's an approach that. Uh, that needs to happen. So anyway, I am just out here at my partner's cabin. I'm going to set up this little coffee maker. I'm going to uh, probably go for a walk and I'll do a little bit more talking at that point, I think. Okay, coming to the day's end, just out for a walk. Toot's a little messed up, but that's okay. So yeah, I'm going to be doing some episodes in the not-too-distance future on uh, meditation and on spirituality in general, in addition to some other things. So I uh, I think it'll be, a, I hope it will be a, an interesting topic. One of the things that I wanted to talk about, I was debating whether or not to do it as a separate video, but I might actually include it in this one, is the question of why it is I left the seminary. And you know, I think maybe I will do it as a separate video, one to come, because it actually takes a bit of a long explanation. I, uh, I probably won't talk about so much about why I went into the seminary, maybe a little bit, but talking a little bit about why I left there's a lot of people that think they have a pretty good idea why I left the seminary, but I think the real answer would actually surprise some people, especially people that know me. So I think that's to come in a future episode, I think. I think that's the way to go. 
One of the things that I probably will include on this channel a little bit from time to time is nature stuff. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, his big old nest is here. I'm curious. I'm going to ask my friend Ryan about this. Maybe take some pictures, take some video. I'm curious. There's some hawks around. I don't know if this would be a hawk or an eagle nest or if it's just a, maybe an owl's nest. I don't know. I don't know. It's big though. So I'm curious if it belongs to something fairly sizable. Anyway, I may follow up with this in a, an upcoming video. I got another one here. I don't know. I don't know if it's a hawk or eagle, maybe just magpies. Who the hell knows? I am zero knowledge about birds and nests. But I am curious because they're kind of big. They've got little roofs to them. So that's what I find interesting. It looks abandoned, but I don't know. Maybe it's not. Yeah, here's a third one. Same proximity. I don't know. Not sure who it belongs to. Yeah. I don't see any movement or anything inside, but they probably would know I was here. Very cool tree, by the way. It makes me think that Isla Stark is going to be appearing here somewhere. Yeah, really cool tree. I'm at the back of my property partner's property and nobody's been back here human wise anyway for quite a while it's been so cold and since the snow but my god is there a lot of animal traffic through here oh man so thanks to ryan ryan first diver you can check out his youtube channel if you're interested he has lots of really cool uh elements of wildlife work in addition to other pieces but he got back to me after I sent him some pictures and yeah, they're pretty well magpie nests. And I was curious, maybe magpies and that sort of thing. It's pretty low. He says the ones in Lethbridge at least are the most complicated nests there are. They've actually got clay bowls and trap doors and secret entrances and all that sort of stuff. So that's, uh, that's what it, that's what it is, I guess. So thanks Ryan, appreciate that.